Let's talk about Descendant of the Crane by Joe and Ha. Hi guys, this is Maggie and welcome to my book review podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about a young adult Chinese fantasy fiction novel. But before I delve into the book, let me just share a little bit about the author. Joan Ha is a young American writer who was declared New York Times bestseller for her book, The Ones Who Are Meant to Find. And while one may find that impressive, Joan reveals in her website that she had gone through a series of setbacks and rejections as a writer before her work finally took off with The Senate of the Crane as her debut novel. Joan started writing this book in 2013 when she was still in high school, and according to her, that is Senate of the Crane was initially entitled Hesperia and had undergone various changes until it reached its final form. So what is the book all about? The Descendant of the Crane focuses on the journey of Queen Hesina of Yan to find the truth behind her father's sudden death. The story begins with then Princess Hesina believing that King Wen, her father, was killed rather than had died of natural causes, setting out to meet a soothsayer, or in the book simply, sooth, an act considered by her kingdom as treason. And one might wonder, what makes that a crime? The conflict between the Eleven and the sooth is explained at the onset. In the earliest centuries, the kingdom of Yan was ruled by relic emperors who engaged suits for their powers to gain and retain control over the people. The Eleven beheaded the last relic emperor and killed thousands of suits for their participation in the corrupt and unjust acts of the emperor. Ultimately, the Eleven founded the new era of the kingdom of Yan, and Hesina is a descendant of the Eleven. Despite this historical conflict, Hesina decides to employ the services of a sooth. She tracks one in hiding and asks her help to find the truth. And through the sooth's vision, Hesina confirms her suspicions, opens an investigation to uncover her father's killer, and frees a convict to act as her representative during the trial. However, in pursuit of justice, she realizes that the truth she seeks is enveloped with lies, deception, and betrayal from the people around her. In finding the king's slayer, Hesina must question the foundation of her beliefs and unravel the untold history of how her kingdom was built. So what do I like about the book? I was recommended this book and I would say that I don't normally read Chinese fantasy fiction novels. But when I saw the cover, it instantly captured my interest. It has this historical, mysterious vibe. Hesina in a traditional Chinese gown is walking away and going into a gloomy abyss with just a lamp in hand. But more than the cover, I believe that The Senate of the Crane presents an interesting narrative. 
A 17-year-old princess was catapulted to inherit the throne and continued the legacy her father left behind. Surely becoming a queen at such a young age bears tremendous amount of responsibility and many may desire to take her role as a ruler or simply gain effective control over the political and economical landscapes of her kingdom. Being in that fragile position, going against the traditions and beliefs of her kingdom may entail adverse consequences for Hesina. And so with that in mind, I was looking forward to how Hesina, as young and naive as she may be, would be able to overcome the political, economical, and even the spiritual struggles during her reign. Hesina is depicted as this strong-willed and fierce leader. And although she has her doubts and insecurities, she is not afraid to make her own decisions even when her life and safety are at risk. Hesina is then confronted with the task of balancing the conflicting interests between, on one hand, being a dutiful daughter, and on the other, being a righteous leader. And that leads me to my next point. What I don't like about the book I have to admit that I struggled to finish this book because I often find myself confused as to what was happening or what the author was trying to convey. I struggled to get used to the writing style because the author used numerous words and expressions that I'm not familiar with. And there were times I would frequently refer to the dictionary of Google just to understand a sentence or a paragraph. It was hard for me to paint a picture in my mind of what was going on. And this is crucial especially on parts where the scenes involve action or anything that involves little to no conversation and the progression of the scene would heavily depend on the behaviors or actions of the characters. So definitely it wasn't an easy read for me. But more than that, I find that there is a lack of character development. The author introduced many fascinating characters in the book. For example, Hesina, Hesina's biological brother, Sanjin, and her adopted twin siblings, Kayan and Lillian. There is also Akira, the convict Hesina freed to act as her counsel in court. Up to the end, these characters remain a mystery to me, even with some background explanation near the end of the story. The conflict between the characters or their personal interests or motivations were not delved upon. The story was all about Hesina and the other characters seemed to be mere tools to either hinder or aid her in pursuit of the truth. But on top of that, I find that there is also a lack of character development with Hesina herself. And as mentioned earlier, the author depicts Hesina as a strong character with her own flaws and insecurities. But Hesina's personality does not envelope with her decisions and actions in the book. In my humble opinion, there is a gap between how the author wants Hesina to appear in the book and how Hesina really is considering all circumstances present. In other words, there is an unexplained disconnection between Hesina's perception and her response to situations or relationships with other characters. But what's my overall impression? The Senate of the Crane was described as the Chinese Game of Thrones, and I respectfully beg to differ. If you were going to grab this book with that expectation, you may be disappointed. 
However, while I admit that the writing style is not my cup of tea, I still believe that the Senate of the Crane has a good story and interesting characters that can be further developed. I think the conceptual story of the Senate of the Crane has a lot of potential. Zhou Wenhe was able to create a world in this book, and I am interested to read what else she has to offer. Is this a book I can recommend to a friend or a gift for a friend? I don't think so. But at the same time, if Zhou Wenhe will publish a prequel or a sequel of this book, I may be interested to read a book to find out what happened before or what happens next. If you're listening through my YouTube channel and you have read this book, let me know in the comments. Feel free to strike a conversation and tell me what you think about the book. And if you're listening through Spotify and you have reached this part of the podcast, thank you for your time and I wish you a very nice day. Till the next episode, Samulik!